Welcome back to Abundant Culture Podcast, where we dissect the mindsets and tactics of the true beast of business. People like Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, and Warren Buffett, all to create a blueprint to experience life more abundantly. Hey everyone, welcome back. As you heard in our intro, <laughs> so um, this podcast, we just want to give you a little bit of insight into our relationship and how we function as a couple and as business partners. <laughs> yeah. Because that is, it's uh, scary for some people. It's scary for us sometimes, but... <laughs> It's rough, but it's it's super, super freaking rewarding. Like it, it's it's nothing like it. Is the short answer basically? Yeah. So um, I guess we can just start by giving you guys a little bit of our history together. So we met in the military in twenty fifteen, right? I believe so. Yeah. And it was like a month before we went on our deployment because we were in the same unit in the military and we um, got put on the same team and we were even in the same squad so if you understand like the military language then you know that we were like always together almost 24 7 (laughs) so um, yeah shortly after we left our deployment I planned on being single for the whole deployment and he was just doing him and (laughs) so yeah we got into a relationship shortly after we left about a month in so probably like late May is when we started dating and that was yeah pretty much the worst time of our lives but it was a time where we needed each other so it also strengthened our relationship um just by being there for one another through the that those tough times and when we got home from our deployment in 2016 we couldn't find jobs so Um, We went through a little phase where we were trying to figure things out um, as far as like career-wise and professionally. Um, Our relationship, it just really grew stronger when we got back home just because we were in a whole new environment uh, around totally different people, around like people that we grew up with. So it was definitely a another learning experience for us to get to know each other and hmm, I just got sidetracked I'm sorry (laughs) well basically like like she said we we went through a a, a rough patch uh, financially specifically and the thing about going through a rough patch financially especially with a significant other somebody that you really care about is it really does test the strength of you guys' love for each other and relationship. And I see a lot of guys on social media who says, oh, if a guy doesn't have any money, he doesn't have a girl for very long. 
and I thought that was the case as well. So there were several times where I was positive she was gonna break up with me. Like you couldn't tell me that she was not, and um, it was kind of uh, a pain point for me because at one point in time, it's like just because I always thought as a uh, protector and provider, I, I kind of wish that she would have. So it, it would have alleviated some of the pressure off me, which was pretty selfish, but still that's, you know, where my mindset was at the time. So I think when she was working at Illuminati's, mm-hmm. um, I was unemployed for a time. I started to really think about money like I had realized that every decision I had made up to that point was for money and because I had no money so every decision I made was out of scarcity and poverty and all of those things so I was like I don't even understand the thing like what is it where where does it come from you know how do I generate it how does people like Elon Musk Jeff Bezos, uh, Steve Jobs, how do they have so much and I have so little? Like, how does that even work? Like, where does it... I had so many questions about money and I had nobody to turn to to answer those questions for me. So I really started reading and researching different things about finance, uh, business, and investing. And I learned a lot from books. However, I learned the most when I started to find mentors. My first mentor was an angry, uh, I think, Japanese guy who shall not be named. Uh, and then, what? What? Come on, be professional. I was just, I was kidding. His name was Steve Nomura. He was a great real estate investor. He's uh, done over 180-something deals. Uh, really good guy. And then that mentor led to other mentors, and I now have like several, uh, to say the least. And what I started to do when I found those mentors is I started to find what abundance really meant. And that was the part that I was really missing. Like, wealthy people think so much differently than poor people. And I like the way they think a lot more than the way that I used to think. And I knew that I had to learn what they learned in order so that my children don't be like, hey, you can't afford for me to go to college. So I'm going to go to the military and pay for it myself because that's exactly what I was doing. So we got into that. And honestly, the reason I would say the only reason at the time we got into business with each other is because we were all we had. We just spent almost a year overseas. Um we were like the only people that understood each other yeah because when we got back we really couldn't relate to our family and friends anymore yeah definitely like my family to this day i mean i love them dearly but nobody relates to me and my family we don't see eye to eye on almost anything and there's nothing bad about that i just acknowledge that i am different um and even my friends it's like we see eye to eye on a lot but still not everything. So it was this thing where it's like, who who else do I get to help me with this? 
and it's like it's not like she loved her job that much anyway so we were like all right we're just gonna tackle this thing together and that's kind of how we plus we live together so it was already pretty easy just to be on like the same schedule um yeah just we're we're together like almost all the time (laughs) yeah for sure so uh we learned to work together a long time ago however working together in business is still a lot different yeah so so like uh we actually had to learn about like what our roles were in the business um and in the relationship because at the beginning of our relationship i always seen like women um kind of i guess you call it just like matriarchal yeah um, like a run stuff yeah 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 basically so like the women always were kind of like head of the household always in charge of everything so i felt that i had to be like that and he came from like a patriarchal family where the man was always in charge and the man was like head of the household and you know what dad says goes and um i think that started clashing for us a little deeper into our relationship so i had to learn to kind of back off and let him be a man and he had to understand that he will have hard times and i will be there for him and if it's my time to step up then let me do that yeah and what that's one of the things that i definitely liked about you know jasmine not only being my girlfriend but also being on my team in business is that like i never once had a doubt that she could carry her own weight like that thought has never crossed my mind not one time and there's security in that because like when we had when we start a family one day and you know god forbid knock on wood something actually happens to me like i know things are gonna run pretty much the same now would it be more complicated absolutely because there's things that i'm good at that she's not necessarily good at but she knows how to do everything i i do and i know how to do everything that she does so that's one way that we can actually hold each other accountable sorry for the background noise guys you know (laughs) we're still at the coffee shop yeah you know middle-aged white guys all talk loud (laughs) so so uh, also our roles in our business um kind of reflected our um roles in like our personal relationship as well so for example like my role in our business is pretty much like the lead generation and um getting like the first communication and that first contact and then once i get a hold of those people then i pass them off to him because he's like a master uh word craftsman or whatever you call it So explain to them what lead generation actually is, because I don't know if everybody, okay, yeah, you know, uses that for that. So by lead generation, I mean really just um, getting to the people. So like for example, um, with some of our lenders, I reached out to them, or I reached out to somebody that knows them 
And then from there, that's when, you know, I would introduce Joseph as my business partner. And then um, sometimes he would just remain in contact with him. It really just depended on who we thought uh, fit better with that person and who had a little bit better communication. Um, so, yeah, pretty much just getting the person, whether it's a lender, whether it's a property, um, whether it's like a client, uh, you name it. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, Jasmine is obviously a lot more approachable. Uh, a lot less intimidating, a lot more attractive, uh, a lot easier to talk to. And all of those qualities together make her the person that people talk to. And it's funny because we, we talk about roles in business. I can actually prove that this is so key because there have been times where we got on LinkedIn and we literally <laughs> messaged the same person and said almost the same thing mine's worded slightly differently but saying the exact same thing and i kid you not they will literally read it ignore me and then continue to have a conversation with her so i was like okay obviously i'm not the person that handles the relation uh you know first contact relationships in business but uh, when it comes to actually closing somebody, influence them, influencing them to do something for me or my business, um, that that's kind of where I thrive. That's kind of my realm. Um, just because I, I think like, strategically yeah, about you're conversation. You're very analytical and uh, logical, and I'm more emotional. Yeah. But I mean that works when you're trying to reach out to people, and plus, right, like so I said, it works at first. But yeah. you know, you need to be analytical when you're talking to somebody about a deal. Yeah, <laughs> and for sure. they they're putting their money into it, so it really just um, depends on the situation as far as who is the best communicator for that person. And then since you are like super logical, analytical, and everything, that makes you. Um, the master negotiator. You're better than me. I'll admit it. Yeah, but you're getting better though. <laughs> like you're you're still like improving like every single day. So because guys, honestly, I sucked at asking questions because I'm just a super surface level person, or at least I was, and I'm working on it now. But I really had a hard time asking questions. So I'm getting a little bit better at it now with uh, practice. Yeah. And just a quick little tip uh, for anybody out there selling anything or a product or service or raising money or whatever, like communication is 80% listening and 20% speaking. So the better you listen, obviously the better you'll be. But when you talk, I would say even at least half of that should be asking questions actually most of that should be asking questions if you could ask the right questions you can get anybody to reveal anything about you and then when you pitch an idea or a product or a service that's literally maybe five percent of of what i do like it's a very small amount but most of it is listening and asking the right questions so um, so if you weren't getting any sales or whatever the case may be, 
you probably were talking too much. That's the main mistake that people <laughs> made. I, I made that mistake when I first got started. Yeah. Like, I used to talk too much. And then I just start talking less and then sounding, um, stop using such big, you know, words. Like, uh, what, what did Grant Cardone call him? The, the, uh, like, he said five syllable words or something like that. You're like, just be cool, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, back to the just overall topic. Um, yeah, I get sidetracked. <laughs> we, I asked a couple of my friends and family, like, if they had any questions for couples in business. And they gave me a couple, so we will answer them here. Uh, one of them was, how do we hold each other accountable? You want to start with me? You can start. <laughs> okay. Um, basically, I mean, just call each other out on, like, BS. Like, every now and again, you know, I get really unmotivated to do certain things. And, you know, it, she she just calls it out. Like, not being afraid to tell somebody when they're not on their, at their best. And really, all you could do is ask somebody for their best. They can't give you anything more than their best. So, like, there have been times where I messed up and I was really hard on myself. But she knew that I did the best that I could. So, she congratulated me and, you know, she let me know that it wasn't that bad and blah, blah, blah. Um, tried to make me feel better at it but there have been times where it's like I may have done really good but I just didn't go all out I didn't give it 100% and she'll call me out on that so just calling you know just, just being honesty. honest yeah. yeah just being honest with each other it's like you know it's your significant other it's not like they're gonna hit you and if like you they should are feel comfortable being honest yeah especially with each other because it's like man I'm, I'm telling you like there's times where you and that other person are all y'all got outside of God. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, literally. So, if you can't talk to that person that you go to bed with every night, you have a issue. Mm -hmm. You need to fix it. And I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not a relationship expert or anything like that, but I know that. <laughs> yeah, communication. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the next question is, how do we separate business and romantic time? Um, we struggle with this sometimes. <laughs> sometimes we don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes Basically. we can't um, because business is life. <laughs> yeah. um, but what we do every day to allow for us to have like our personal um, or romantic side I guess you could say is that we watch movies together at night um, every single night we at least turn the TV on and find a movie and then sometimes we just go to sleep as soon as we find the movie and that's our way of spending quality time away from business um, movies were kind of like our go-to thing when we were on deployment it was um i guess kind of like an escape from reality when we were there so we kind of just carried that in and movies are our thing like we'll have we could have a movie marathon we could watch a whole netflix series in a day <laughs> like that is our thing going to the movies 
I don't care how much money we have. If we were trillionaires, we would still go to the movies as just the best date in the world. As long as, you know, I could buy my smoothie. I mean, my uh, Slurpee. Yeah, I see. And um, we uh, can eat, too. So, And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much the only... One of the only ways that we can separate business and romantic time because... Even when we're out to eat, we're talking about business because guess what? We're business partners and that's the tax write-off. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like, it, it just, like, I feel like it doesn't need to always be separated. Sometimes it does. You do need an escape from it, but it doesn't always need to be separated because, honestly, if you are both passionate about the same types of things, that gives y'all a common ground. And honestly, we have very romantic moments where we're visualizing our future business plans. Like, you know, we could be laying in bed talking about like, uh, like even today, we, you know, we were watching movies and then she brought up this uh, gym franchise um, that we might be looking at soon. And, you know, that was us in our romantic moment and honestly this stuff that we do is really fun for us so it's it's like we get enjoyment out of doing this stuff most of the time like i i know i do like it's fun yeah yeah it's like playing I mean, a game some, for me sometimes it's irritating because it's like okay um i don't feel like talking about business right now but i'll let him know that too yeah so it's um, not like she doesn't tell me so i mean i guess for us it's pretty easy just because we are in business together but we do understand that there are a lot of people that are not in the same business like if you look at sarah blakely and jesse itzler um they have two completely separate businesses and you know even if you have a different business you can still relate to one another because you're business owners like yeah there's still some general problems that are the same (laughs) if you look at look at it from a foundational standpoint most businesses are very very similar if you look at the different components of them yeah so that's why it's so relatable and you want to do one more question yeah if you want okay you pick the question which one you like best (laughs) oh i already answered that one yeah um yeah this is an awkward silence yeah sorry we're just looking at our notes to figure out what question because we have he didn't asked. read them beforehand I oh, didn't. he he also uh doesn't like to plan and we run into that problem sometimes yeah i don't prepare for things okay, i mean so it, let, let's talk about conflict okay <laughs> is I there mean. conflict between business and personal and how do we resolve that conflict um yes at times there is conflict yeah because like there's times where i want to chill and she wants to work and then she wants to work and i want to chill and the thing about it is because our roles are so different in our business one of us could be working our asses off and the other one could just be chilling just because that is like your role that is the thing that you do like anything that's done on a computer or even on a cell phone outside of a business call is usually handled by her. So she'll be typing away at a keyboard and I'll be like, what you doing? And she'll be like, working. And I'm like, like what could you possibly that, be doing? That was us. And yeah. I was on the computer literally all day yesterday on the computer and on my phone. And he kept asking me, 
do you want to watch a movie now? And that was getting on my nerves. No, I don't want to watch no damn movie right now. Because, I'm working. <laughs> but the good thing about it is, is that, that that's because our work doesn't always look like work. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't look like she was working that hard, but she, evidently she was. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just, I don't think there's ever a way to resolve that fully. I feel like there's always going to be chinks in the armor. There's always going to be weaknesses in both the business and their personal relationship. And I think it's just acknowledging it and not let it get in the way of the overall grand design of things. Um, yeah. And it's not... Just really talking it out. Yeah. That helps a lot. Yeah. Like, if she explains to me what she's doing and how it could relate to, like, a clothes or... Uh, a business or like if she, if I know how it relates to what I'm doing then it's like oh okay I'll leave her alone but if it like if I don't know how it relates then it's like what's she doing on the computer because every time I'm on the computer that doesn't mean I'm working or even planning too like on New Year's I wanted to sit down and write out a business plan and we got to the library to do it and then he just seemed so unmotivating and that irritated me because I'm like well what are you here for if you don't feel like doing it like don't unmotivate me so and honestly it wasn't we even, didn't get the business plan done <laughs> and honestly it wasn't even that I was unmotivated it's just that that stuff doesn't necessarily bring me to life so like I was there but that stuff is like it's it's like I care about it but it's like I don't know how to so it, well, explain it. <laughs> as long as we're moving forward in our business and personal relationship that's what we're concerned about so we let go of like the little petty arguments yeah and there's always going to be unresolved conflicts just because she's a girl and I'm a guy or she's a woman and I'm a man and there's like <laughs> There's no way to agree on everything. Like, absolutely not. Um, And finally, we want to also bring up a power couple since, um, you know, we always want to bring up influential people, uh, whether they are speaking on our podcast with us or if we can just dissect them. Oh, one day. So the couple that we want to mention this time is Grant and Elena Cardone because at the 10X... (laughs) Yes, goals. The whole family (laughs) is goals. At the 10X GrowthCon, Elena actually spoke about their relationship and um, it really reminded me of... Uh, Joe and I's relationship a lot and they really are like a power couple they support each other what price reminded you of us she was down for him (laughs) I mean you're not hard on me like Grant is because I will be very pissed off and I will not talk to you anymore Mm -hmm. at least for a day and then that'll piss you off so we could avoid that part but um they do challenge each other and we challenge each other too and if you don't know about them i encourage you to look them up follow both of them on instagram like elena cardone she uh posts a lot more about their family life than grant does but yeah they're amazing (laughs) yeah and i think elena has a book called building Building an empire empire. 
Yeah. <laughs> and like Grant has like a couple books. The, yeah. I think the most famous one is the 10X something. It's called the 10X something. Yeah. But uh, they're they're both great. Uh, he's a real estate investor, and she has businesses, but I'm not exactly sure what she does outside of the book. Um, but you know, and that actually leads to our reflective question. Did you want to bring that up now or yeah? Wait for that? So we want to leave you all with a reflective question. Um, which is, could you trust your significant other with your business? Ooh, let's start some fights. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Uh, the reason why we uh, chose to ask that question, and it wasn't it to really stir up any nonsense, but a lot of people, you know, a lot of married couples or fiancés or even boyfriend, girlfriend, they could trust, they could trust each other with their, their children. They can trust each other with their house their car maybe even their money for some people some people i know they can't even trust their significant other with money but maybe money but um i know couples who are like one's just a regular w2 employee and the other one is an entrepreneur whether he's struggling or successful and the entrepreneur definitely cannot trust the other person with their business and I feel like that's kind of sad because you could trust them with the house, the car, the kids, the uh, the finances at sometimes, but you can't trust them with the other part of your legacy. What I always tell people is my business is part of my legacy. Actually, it's one of the foundations of my legacy because it's, it's going to be one of those things that honestly will live on long after I'm dead and gone. So... My thing is, if you could trust them with the kids, why not be able to trust your significant other with your business as well? Because isn't that business going to help provide for the kids, whether it's, you know, their first car, their first house, maybe see capital for their first business? Yeah, I feel like it's a holistic view. So that's why we wanted to ask the question and feel free to reach out to us and give us some feedback on it. Uh, could you trust your significant other with your business? Because I definitely can, and I feel like anybody should be able to. So, yes, that is all for this week. And, uh, yeah, feel free to email us at info at abundantculture.co um, to answer the reflective questions or to ask us questions if you like, or simply just to network. Hey, just to let you know how amazing she is, I didn't even know that existed. Like, what did you just say? Can you repeat that? Our new email. That's our new email? Yeah. Didn't even know it existed. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Like, things happen in my business while I'm asleep. So, that is what a business is. I yes. love that. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Awesome.